Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Fiercely Spiritual Podcast and I'm so delighted today to have one of the founding members of the Fiercely Spiritual family, my members group, here with me today. Colette Bungie is here to chat about her spiritual journey, her experiences, and loads of things that you are going to find really, really interesting. So I can't wait to get started. So Colette, you're so welcome to be here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah, it's lovely to chat because it's funny, even though you are one of the founding members of the Fiercely Spiritual Family, and you joined back in, I think it was the end of August, the start of September last year, um, we have been communicating, we've been chatting in like the forum, we have been, I've seen you on our live sessions and had a little bit of chat there, but this is the first time we've actually properly chatted together. Yeah, um, it's like a virtual world, isn't it? It a is. Virtual world, so... Even though we haven't had a conversation as such, I feel like I know you so well. Yeah, um, I, I feel like that as well. Like with all the members of the um, Fiercely Spiritual family, I feel as though I know them so well, even though we don't, because we're all so supportive. That's okay. It's divine intervention. It always happens. Retrograde. <laughs> so we'll ignore it and uh, we'll continue on chatting it's always those things that you think everything is set up everything's going to plan and then suddenly a telephone rings yeah yeah, it is it is uh, definitely uh, because my partner works from home as well so okay not to worry sorry that's okay (laughs) so what I wanted to do was just to introduce everybody to you, introduce everybody to your story and just to allow people to hear about what you've been through, what you, the progress that you've made, the journey that you've been on and just to be inspired by, you know, what you're doing yourself and in your life because I've been inspired by you and I know that it is something that every day I see your progress and I see what you're doing and I just, I just wanted to share that with the world because it is such a wonderful journey that you've been on. Yeah, it's, so. definitely, it's definitely a journey that I didn't ever think that I would be on, to be honest. I never really? thought I would, um, I would like develop my spiritual side um, as, as much as what I have done now um, through the help of like fiercely spiritual family and um, I've, I've so from the beginning, I've always, from a young age, been into angels. I've always like had a knowing in a way. Obviously, I didn't know back there that I didn't have a clue what my clairs were. You know, <laughs> that's just not something I would know because you're not taught that as a child, are you, to, um, you know, develop those sort of skills. I had senses. I had a knowing. Um, I used to talk to my angels when I was smaller and I didn't know there was, I didn't have a clue who the angels were or, but I just used to know there was something there. Um, and then I've always, ever, I've always talked to my angels, always. Um, and then um, as I got older, I think it was sort of in my teens, sort of, sort of mid-teens, late teens, and I started developing anxiety, um, 
which I think it's so common now, um, anxieties, and I used to soak in people's, you know, emotions and their pain, but I did obviously um, not knowing what that was neither, because now I know that I, I'm definitely em empathic, so I soak in people's emotions, you know, I used to go out and um, come back drained, totally drained, um, this is when I was a teenager, and uh, not knowing, I used to call it zapping. I used to come back and say, "Oh, somebody zapped all my energy today." And I used to—it used to be hours before I felt okay again. Um, but obviously, that's just something I didn't—I didn't know um, I, that was like a, a clairsentient, isn't it? So, yeah, and that's why I, I think that's such an important point as well because. There's so many people going around who are clairsentient or empathic, oh, yes, feeling other people's energy and having no clue about they it. Haven't. And I think because it started when I was so young, like in my teens, I really didn't have a clue. Nobody in my family, nobody around me was spiritual. I wouldn't have a clue that I was soaking in other people's, like what I used to call vibes at the time. <laughs> um, but obviously as I've got older and it started developing and then I think that's where most of the anxiety came from and then it was just um, life happened and I went through quite a mentally um, abusive relationship as well and I think that's where the anxiety really kicked in and also like major panic attacks as well. Um, and like back then going back to that it's um it was just a local ad in my paper where i live and it was a lady lovely lady who did hypnotherapy and i i really didn't want to go down the medical route i i just i just totally not that there's anything i'm not against that i think it does help people um you know get over situations in their life and stuff but i just didn't feel that was right for me so i went to see this lady and at the time I was having, like, I couldn't even go out because of these panic attacks. And um, and within three sessions, it was just amazing. She literally unlocked um, something. I didn't obviously know what it was. And I, I, my panic attacks calmed down. I was so much calmer. My anxiety, I, I still do suffer from anxiety, but at a different level now. Because I think once that kicks in, it's it's hard to totally get over that but I you know nearly there <laughs> um and so that's when I sort of realized then back even back then that was years ago in my 20s that actually your mind is a really powerful healer yes. your mind can heal so much of what you you know um basically we can we have got the ability to heal ourselves and um it's just amazing but then like I had children, life went on, that I still suffered with anxiety. And especially when my children, it sort of came back when my children were born as well. Um, I think the sleep deprivation doesn't help. Uh, yeah, um, even now with sleep deprivation, if, if you do have that still, it, it's such an anxiety is, it, it just comes back, doesn't it? And different points of your life. Um, and I think, um, say going back, it was two years ago, when actually I was just um, I was just so fed up with old patterns, old thoughts coming back, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute, I don't want this anymore. I don't want these old thoughts keep coming every single day. 
you know it was I'm thinking there must be something there must be something I can do for myself thinking back to them you know the hypnotherapy really helped me um you know so I I had a friend and she used to have a Facebook page and she used to do Reiki which is fantastic it's such a you know fantastic modality to um have but um and I used to on a Sunday evening she used to come on live and I used to put the kids to bed and rush in my bedroom and think, oh yes I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna do the Reiki distant healing and that was all it was really and that literally just kick-started me into and I uh into the, like my spirituality um what it is today and I just I followed her every week and then it got a little bit more and a little bit more and I subscribe I subscribe to lots of YouTube channels um I was looking at websites so I didn't have a clue how to meditate I really didn't <laughs> but then back then you don't you know it's it's one of them things you have to either teach yourself or watch somebody else doing it and um, yeah. That's one thing I see a lot of people who come to me when they're learning to meditate, they always say, if I only knew how to do this from when I, I was didn't younger. have a clue. I really didn't. I, um, in the beginning, I used to sit there for five minutes and think, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to do this because my mind just went off in all different directions. And then I suppose, like with me, I just stuck with it and stuck with it because I just wanted to get rid of all this baggage that I had you know and I thought no I'm going to do this I want to do this for myself I did it as a hobby <laughs> to start off with I really did I thought this is going to be my thing I'm not going to tell anyone I'm just going to have this for myself have it as a hobby and just sit there relax and meditate and but eventually it does and it will it will like for anyone it will cl just click in um um, at first I used to meditate for like hours <laughs> I used to like be like one one and a half hours but now I can it's just it just comes naturally just to sit down relax and within five ten minutes I can be like in the zone um, but that does take practice and I just oh, so recommend meditation for every single person like on this on this planet <laughs> because it will just change the way you think and I, I just did it say for peace I just wanted a bit of peace mm. like in my life yeah um, as you say when you start you kind of think oh like I'm not going to be able to meditate I don't know what to do I don't know how to do this mm. but it can be difficult at the start but mm. then once you start feeling that peace mm. it's like you can't go without it you have to plug in and yeah. get your fill of you like peace it, yeah. and calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you totally miss it if you don't do it for like, if, say if I didn't do it for a day or I know for, fa I mean, I used to, I mean, I still do actually, I do it in the evenings because I'm, I'm a housewife, I've got children, I've got school runs, I've got things to do during the day, I've got mundane like uh, things to do. So um, I suppose it's just, you having that time I mean I do, I do it when the children are in bed and you know that's my time then I can just have an hour where I can meditate or do my spiritual um like practices that I do now and and uh, I just I just love it and it just it benefits you so so much it's not about um in a way for me at first it was all about the peace but now obviously doing the meditations and practicing you know it's other things have opened up you can 
your guardian angels come in, your guides come in, but that all comes in time, doesn't it? It all, you know, it goes round and then it all, they all come in. So I've got all three of them now. I've got my guides, I've got my guardian, and I've got peace as well, which is fantastic. <laughs> That's brilliant. And I think so many people do start off that way where they're just feeling anxious or feeling stressed or mm. you know, can't mm. get out of their worries. Mm. And they start to meditate just to find a little bit of peace, a break from the constant yeah. barrage of thoughts and worries. And then suddenly they find that they maybe feel, you know, a sense of, peace around them but it's not it's more than that it's like a presence or yeah. you know it could be their angel or their guide and then they start opening up to and it's you know not everybody feels the same thing everybody has different experiences and yeah. some people meditate and they don't necessarily feel their angels and guides but because you're so empathic and you have that sensitivity obviously yeah. that was opening up more and more for you yeah, I think as yeah, I think it's it is as time progresses. You just you just say oh, I am clear sentient, which I know that even now I've got tingles just talking about spiritual. Like if I talk to other people about spirituality, I just get tingles all over my body because I'm so like sensitive and so you know clear sentient. But say other people have different experiences like vision or you know or different things, don't they? But I just think also like. Um, say for instance my daughter you know and I also did it for her because I think she's got a little bit of the um um spirituality like clear clear sentience as well so I want to help her and I don't want her to go down you know I just want to give her the tools to cope with like maybe if when she grows up she's nine now but when she grows up she might I don't want her to I think a lot of children do suffer with anxiety and there's so much I mean when I when I suffered there wasn't anything there wasn't the internet <laughs> there wasn't anything so um you know you really did sort of have to battle it out in a way and um but now I just think it's so important like the world we live in for children um to have these tools of and med meditation is just such a mindfulness as well which um I know a lot of people do do in schools now and and stuff but I just think it's a Children just need it so much and, and they don't want it to be knocked out of them as well. I feel as though like, you know, when I was younger, obviously, that I, I weren't able to progress. Whereas my daughter and she says, oh, I can, she senses things like me and um, I don't want to knock that out of her. Um, for instance, I've got an instance where um, I, it's, I've been teaching myself to see people's auras, you know, like, <laughs> and. Um, it's, it's taken me weeks you know because I'm not a visual person but I've, I've eventually I've done it and um, I just went into my daughter's bedroom and I said oh mummy's like learning herself how to and I said can you see an aura around mum yes mummy it's blue straight away and I was like oh wow oh, I was gobsmacked <laughs> I was like I've, it's, I've taught myself for weeks how to see an aura and I've just got in and asked her <laughs> it's amazing isn't it because children are so open to all of that and often their abilities you know their clairvoyance and clairaudience mm. um well all everybody has that when they're born all babies are born that yeah. way they're born seeing angels hearing spirit and 
it's only as we start to become more identified with the physical world that mm. those um, things shut down yeah. and we don't realize we don't remember that we had those abilities so yeah. children especially because you're following this path and you're opening up more and more sometimes when we're working on ourselves and we're doing this work our children's abilities stay open because yeah. they're in the environment and in that vibration of that yeah. around you yeah the it's all the energies isn't it and if i'm if i'm reading books and stuff they're so interested even my three-year-old is so interested in like just coming up to me and read, i mean i even do the protection with the archangel michael with my three-year-old son and he's he knows exactly what to say now we do it in the car we do it at home we do it like when he wakes up and he just he just knows and I think that's fantastic for him to have that little bit of uh, to start off with um, you know that tool to progress in and if they want to use it when they're older they can if not then they can leave it you know so mm. uh, at least they know there is something else <laughs> yeah and I find that so reassuring when I'm sending my boys off to school and I know that I can say to them a prayer with their guardian angel and I can say to imagine themselves, you know, surrounded in blue light or protective light. And yeah. then I'm able to let them go and be confident that they can go off and, you know, yeah. spend their day in a mixture of other people's energy and still have their energy protected yeah. and not be picking up everything yeah because say if they are empathic um, like clairsentient and pick up people's it can affect their whole day can't it and they don't know when they're younger if they are picking up uh, people's energies and stuff they just go about their day but as you get older i think if you if you can use that and protect yourself and ground yourself like what i've you know, I mean, protection and grounding isn't something I used to do at all until I joined the fiercely spiritual family. <laughs> it was, um, it was actually them. I'm like, oh yeah, that, it was then I actually, it made sense when I joined the group. Yeah, you should protect yourself and you should ground yourself because you're meditating and you're going up and you're, you know, it's a different energies and, um, but yeah, that's, it was fantastic really when I, uh, obviously that was a, my next stage, I think, actually, when I joined the group, because I'd only been meditating um, for six months, um, and then I don't know, it just came on my came on my phone on my laptop, and I saw the group, and um, and yeah, I thought, you know what, this is I I want to I want to work more with angels. That was my urge in a way it was a like an urge to work more with angels and know know about who the angels were because I really didn't have a clue until I joined your group so <laughs> um yeah, so. I love that you had been meditating yourself you had been literally learning through mm -hmm. you know some YouTube videos and Facebook and doing it all yourself and then you joined the group and you learned about as you said, the grounding, which is part of the spiritual foundations where we mm -hmm. learn all the basics. And yeah. then just going on to, you know, learn about all the other things that we're doing, the um, training and the mm -hmm. lessons and all the meditations. But what has amazed me is the amount you've done since you've joined. You've done other courses, 
you have done it's just never ending (laughs) (laughs) it is literally like this spiritual path I thought oh I just start with meditation and that would be it um but now it's like um obviously I've learned so much from the fiercest book and the people in there are fantastic I love them all um and we we sort of support each other as well so if there's anything going on that they want to tell us about or I tell them about and it's uh, and the different courses that are in your um it's just amazing really I have learned so much and um um yeah you've gone on to do uh healing and you're doing readings now tell us about that (laughs) that's one thing that um yeah I I started looking around and obviously with the healing in mind and I still had that in the back of my mind um you know I still wanted to focus on the healing and there must be something we can do to heal ourselves so and then I started seeing Reiki like everywhere like literally everywhere that I went was um something to do with healing or Reiki would come up and I had a friend or another thread, <laughs> friend down here who um I rung up and she said well we, we don't do Reiki but um we can tune you to Rahani and I hadn't heard of Rahani at all um but as soon as she said what it was all about and how it worked and it worked with the seven archangels your ascended masters and the pink angels and your Rahani guides and it was just yeah that was what I had to do I just another urge it was just like something all the time on your spiritual path there's another progression another progression um and that was it I I I just had to do it um so I I was attuned to that last year at the end of I don't know October and um it was just an amazing beautiful experience it really was and I think I actually cried when I was being attuned because there was so much emotion and so much it was just like pure pure love and you know um but Rahani is just an amazing um healing modality it's like Reiki you know it's just it's on such a high vibration it's on the um you know it's and it calls in your angels and it's it, yeah it's and it's you, and you talk about your urges and I love that because that's exactly what it is that's our intuitive guidance and our angels and guides are constantly like whispering in our ears and giving us guidance and it comes in the form of urges it comes yeah. in the form of those and you can't models. stop them <laughs> Well, it's funny because for you, that's how it comes across. But for other people, maybe they don't feel it as strongly mm. as you do. But mm. it's brilliant that you're following through because I think everybody starts to feel those urges. Mm. And what usually happens is they feel an urge and they think, oh, I have to do this or I'd love to do this. But then they ignore it. And then that urge keeps kind of pushing and pushing. And the more they ignore it, after a while, it starts going away. After a while, it will stop and it will be really strong and it'll be really predominant. But if you keep ignoring it, then it will start to fade into the background. Mm. So it's brilliant that you have followed through and you've followed those urges. Yeah, yeah. It does. And also, I think because I'm quite an impulsive person anyway, (laughs) with the spiritual path that I'm on now, it's just like, yeah, I I just need to do that. I want to do that. And um, I'm just so glad I did. And I never thought like two years ago, talk about two years ago, that I would be at this position now that I can channel healing for people. 
and it is just the most beautiful feeling for me as well as a healer um i feel it as well so i know how amazing it is and um i just would like everybody to have this beautiful healing power because it really does work and whether it's an emotional mental physical um going back to the mind healing the mind i think if you can deal with your emotional problems and your and your um, mental state of mind it can really help with your physical state of being as well um and this is what this does and i just love doing it because i love helping people i've always loved helping people and this is just perfect for me um, and obviously then um doing the bahani it just automatically opens up your intuition I mean, and this is where the cards come in. I never thought I would be doing card reading at all. It's just not something I even thought about. Um, and to say now I can basically have angel cards, oracle cards, or tarot cards, and all of them I can just intuitively um, just pick the cards for myself. And also I have been doing it for other people, like friends, family, and the um, Fitchy spiritual family. Um, I love doing card readings for them. Um, yeah, because I remember I you were saying when you first started doing, you know, uh, cards and reading cards, and you were saying about practicing. And I, I said, well, if you'd like to offer anybody in the group the chance to have a reading yeah. just to practice, and you were so open to it, and you said, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I've been following, you know, your readings and the feedback you've been getting and it's been so positive and people have been just amazed so at the information. Mm, it's so lovely. And also that in the, in the beginning when I did start doing that, it just gave me so much confidence that, you know, they were saying that, and I was, you know, you start believing and I think that's a big thing as well, isn't it? Like believing in yourself, believing that you can, you can channel the healing or believe in you can intuitively read the cards because you have to practice and practice and you know like spirituality it's it's like an ongoing thing it's never ending is it and um i just i can't wait to learn more and more and more you know it's just and yeah i just think it's just an amazing path if if anyone it has got the urge like what i did to just start meditating or start or even if you want to go and buy a pack of angel cards or be something like learn reiki or rahani and just do it because it's just so amazing it, yeah. it's just it's changed my life in a way that i never thought i would be i never thought i'd be talking on a <laughs> podcast this is so <laughs> it's um but i it's just lovely and i feel as though when also you're on this spiritual path, you need you want to and need to get the message out to people without, you know, being preachy or anything like that, because it's not, it's just natural, but it's it's just a natural progression. <laughs> yeah, to, you, when you feel the urge to share what you've learned yeah. and how it's benefited you, and when you feel, even if it's, because you were saying, you know, this is outside your comfort zone, <laughs> and you said, but I really want to do it, I really want to talk about my journey and what I've been through, and as you said, just to start someplace, because I was like that, I remember going to the bookstore and just staring at the section, which was like mind, body, spirit, and just staring at the books and wondering, okay, what one do I need to pick? What do I need to read? Yeah. And literally, it's like, knowing eight... where to start. Yeah, yes. it's knowing where to start. And like, yeah, if you, 
yeah and if anyone wants to do that go into a bookstore and just stare for hours at the books and I mean I still do that now <laughs> I still do that now because I love I you just soak in so much information don't you and even now you have to sort of control yourself in a little way because I mean I, I do call myself the spiritual housewife <laughs> because I have to control like how much time I'm actually looking on YouTube channels and looking on websites like FSN and looking on and meditating because you can get really caught up in it and if you you have to sort of find that balance don't you yeah and got children <laughs> that's exactly why I created the group because I think when you're going down that path and you start you know reading and you might read one book on meditation another book on mindfulness another book on you know the power of now and mm. it's like there's so much to take in and what I want to do is just really simplify it and say okay here's the spiritual foundations this is where you start this is where you can pro progress to this is the next step and yeah. just what I've learned and I know that's worked for me and just share that in a simple format and give the support to people. I think that's the key, isn't it? Like to make it as simple as possible for people just to get into it and then they can make it or like teach themselves things or as much as they want them. But as long as they know, like what you said, the foundations that are in the core, uh, in the, you know, fiercely spiritual family, um, as long as the foundations are there and then you can just progress and, you can take it as far as you want, can't you really? And um, it's, it is amazing. I mean, through myself as well with the cards, I can notice myself feeling more. And um, I think that's down to more coming in, like intuition and on the verge of mediumship as well, because I, I have some, sometimes you get like an overwhelming sense of, which is, I think something completely different, but you know, I don't mind that. It's fine, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, just going with whatever comes up, whatever needs yeah. to come in or come through. And it's, I think it's important to say, you know, you mentioned that two years ago, your life was completely different. You weren't open to, well, not to say you weren't open, but you weren't doing any of this. I wasn't doing any practices whatsoever. I really wasn't. Um, I still believed in angels. I still had a chat to them now and again and just, didn't really you know connect I don't think for me it wasn't proper but I think really they have helped me in my life even if I didn't know I was connecting properly in a way I, I probably was but um but yeah I know I didn't have any practices in place whatsoever you know <laughs> so this is all progressed um so, and also my crystals and and I mean I, I didn't have a clue even six months ago actually um I didn't have a clue I didn't ha own a crystal at all but now I'm fascinated absolutely fascinated by them I really am it, yeah, they're amazing you posted a picture in the group of your collection of crystals and I know you're putting them out for the full moon to cleanse them and yeah. To every full moon recharge yeah. them yeah. yeah and it's funny because I think it was Gabby Bernstein who coined the term spirit junkie and it's a bit like that once you start it almost does become addictive when you realize oh I can feel this level of peace and oh I can like connect with my angels and oh I can actually talk to them and get answers and I can follow yeah. my intuition and it, it just like snowballs yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and that's it how I feel about my 
crystals that's how I feel about my crystals now that I say sometimes I say they like my babies it's like you know nobody touches my crystals I look after my crystals even like I don't put them out in the really cold weather because it's too cold for them <laughs> it's just mad but um yeah I, and I meditate also with my crystals now obviously in the beginning I didn't do that and so in the last six months I've started meditating with them and it just opens up a whole different level it really does it's yeah it's amazing how the crystals can just supercharge the meditation mm -hmm. and, and they all do it. different things yeah mm. they all do different things so if you're meditating about peace or kindness or anything anything you know you can choose a different crystal to help you help you along so yeah. um, if I was to put you on the spot and say to you, you know, what's your go-to spiritual practice? What's the one thing, if you didn't do anything ever again, what's the one thing that you would maintain or keep doing every day? Oh, that's difficult. But I, I would definitely say meditation um, because that is just something that I would definitely carry on doing every single day. Um, yeah, it's just one, one thing I think everyone should should do <laughs> but, yeah um, it's it's personally for me it's opened up so much and it's calmed me down and it's reduced my anxiety um and yeah it's just it's just lovely and I think I always compare meditation to your mobile phone when you know the battery's running low and you don't hesitate to go and plug it in and recharge it and that's exactly what it's like when you're after being working a full day you've been immersed yeah. in all this energy mm. and you go home and sit down and it's just like plugging back into your source to your power yeah. and recharging it is and it's yeah any anyone that is sort of you know i mean i used to work in an office a big office and um it's just and i used to come home totally drained and i wish back then if i'd have knew i wish i'd have meditated years and years and years ago because that that environment didn't do me any good whatsoever you know I was so stressed out every day and coming home feeling low and it's it's it weren't a good you know vibration to have and um yeah I just if if, if one thing comes from this just start five ten minutes every day and just see how you go you know yeah absolutely and I do that with my kids I sit down with them mm. and I'll do a few minutes and not yeah. forcing it, not saying you have to no. do it, but just do a few minutes and they always really enjoy it. And they love when I talk them through an angel meditation and they can connect with their angels. But, Children love it. Yeah. And it's something that I think people have this misconception that in order to meditate, you have to do it for, you know, half an hour or an hour or yeah. that you have to sit in the lotus position or that you have to do it a certain way or that you have to learn. But really you just start by just sitting yeah Close your eyes. It how, yeah how how you feel comfortable in the beginning it could be yeah say sitting or laying I do lay down when I meditate but then I've, I'm you know that's because maybe in the beginning do do sit up and sit down and then start meditating that way um but yeah it's just getting used to doing it and it's getting used to um finding that sort of time during your day to fit the fit it in as well isn't it so yeah and I think as you said, when your kids go to bed, that's your time. Mm -hmm. Having a set time each day where you know, okay, this is my time to meditate. And for me, I do first thing in the morning, I mm -hmm. have like a little block in the afternoon. I don't get to do it every afternoon, but I try and do 10 to 15 minutes in the afternoon. 
And yeah. then as soon as the kids go to bed, I'll sit down and I'll do another maybe 20 minutes. And then going to bed, I'll do another 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a lot because I like to do it and I enjoy it. But yeah. you can do even one minute. I say to people, if you do breathing breaks where you do three deep breaths. The breathing is brilliant. I do that. If I haven't had the time like it during the day, because I do the same. I try and I do five or ten minutes during the day. I'll do a little bit in the morning when I wake up before the kids wake up and I'll ground myself and I'll protect myself and I'll protect the children as well. Um, but I do that as well. And then if I if I haven't done that during the day, I will do the breathing exercises because they are fantastic. Anyone that can just even do that, even if you're sat in your office and you go and go to the toilet for <laughs> two minutes and just do your breathing exercises because um, it's just you, you forget to breathe, don't you, during the day. You, there's so much going on. There's so much to do. You know, you just forget. Yeah, taking those three deep breaths. It's so simple but it's something that can just totally reset your energy, your mind. And you find that if you consciously do that during the day and you remember just to take three deep breaths at certain points, you can close your eyes. You don't have to close your eyes. Mm. That's the start of it. And then when you see the the results that that has, when you start to meditate and Mm. you see, okay, I can take three deep breaths, and feel much more peaceful, feel much more happier in myself. It kicks so, in that peace, doesn't it? It's like that mechanism, the breath just connects you, doesn't it? Straight away, um, yeah. I find I find when I close my eyes, it does help with me because then it just helps to block everything out around me. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, and I find the same. I love when I can sit down and close my eyes and just tune out of everything. But sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes I might be sitting in traffic and I'll just need to breathe deeply or I might be out in the shops with my kids and they'll be running around and, you know, just centering myself with the breath and being able to, and knowing what to do. Because I remember one of the first things I learned was breathing and I was teaching that in meditation classes but I myself would forget to do it. And it's only through creating these habits, creating yeah. you know, these triggers where I say, okay, I have to breathe and mm. knowing what to do. It's like, it's okay. It's a simple thing, but yeah, it's, it sounds so simple, does it? But people do forget how to do it. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that is the really important thing to learn how to breathe, you know, mm. when you're meditating as well, it's, yeah. And it's funny because I hear all the time people talking about, you know, meditation and spiritual stuff and saying Mm. like it's woo woo and it's out there. But it seems that more and more people are kind of, I won't say converting, but, Mm. you know, trying it and just realizing actually this works and science is proving how Mm. beneficial meditation is. And all of the studies they're doing are proving how it can help with sleep, reduce stress. It can help, you know, with your health, your immune system. Like I could sit here and list probably 50 things that science has proven. Very good for everything. Yeah. And I do think that people do still think it is a bit like witchy woo woo what they say um but yeah I just I just I mean you know I don't have you don't have to change anyone's opinions but I just think if they try it and just see how they go maybe things will shift in their lives and uh you know it's it's just a it's just a really nice path to be on and you know we're not I'm not converting or preaching anyone to anyone it's just it's 
yeah. <laughs> Well, I think anybody who's listening to this is certainly into the woo, as people call it. Yeah, um, I don't know why they call it woo-woo, do you? It's a horrible thing to call it, really, isn't it? So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the term. Um, no, but, I'm not. It's, yeah. Uh, it does, it gets thrown around there. But, um, you know, I find it's the people who are converted who mm. tend to still call it, oh, my woo-woo practice or whatever. And <laughs> it makes it seem a little bit more acceptable, I think, in those... I do, yeah, because I, I do agree. In the, in the beginning, when I first started meditating, and obviously I didn't even tell anyone I was going to be attuned to Rahani, I didn't even tell my partner, um, because it was just the fact that I just wanted to go and do it. I didn't want anyone to change my mind, and I suppose that is a bit of a, you know, I didn't want anyone to put any dampness on it or, um, you know, to try and change my mind about anything. So I just went and did it. I got a tune to Rahani. And then when I first started reading cards, I didn't really, apart from the fiercely spiritual family, I didn't really even let anyone know I was reading cards or especially tarot because people still have a really big misconception about tarot and it's, it comes from thousands you know hundreds of years ago doesn't it so it's still inbuilt in our system like the tarot is really you know really evil or you know it's that sort of thing but it's so not it's just you know a beautiful uh, way of I, I find the cards are a really good way of healing as well you know I, I sort of more want to use them as a healing tool as well so yeah I think so what's the next step for you where are you going with this next where do you see your life in a year or a few years down the road yeah well I have been um doing more and more Rahani I've been trying to get the word out there locally and um about about the this healing modality which is absolutely beautiful and uh, I have actually had a few clients and I'm hoping to build on that and hire a room and do that and um just build on like the healing side of it really um and then if people want their cards read as well I'm hoping to go into that I've had so I've had a few people that um I have read cards for now so I'm hoping and it's the same thing because I'm a spiritual housewife <laughs> it's that getting time to incorporate everything and and like trying to start up a healing practice and involve every the cards as well so um hopefully yeah I might even decide eventually to do a website and um promote my Rahani on that as well that's so amazing um, I think having gone from two years ago being in a totally different place and suffering from anxiety and not having done any of this to now being in a place where you're looking to set up your healing practice yeah. and to help other people and to give back to yeah. other people and just to share your gifts and mm -hmm. it's so courageous because a lot of people have these gifts but they keep them to themselves mm. and they don't share them with the world through fear and through a fear of being seen which is totally natural and mm. it does take so much courage to step out there and to do what you're doing it so yeah <laughs> thank you I think it really does because uh, say I'm quite a private person I'm quite a not a in introvert person anyway so to do this um I find but anyone that I talk to and and they've got any ailments or anything I, I just find myself just blurting it out basically and saying I can I can help heal you if you like to you know and uh I just want to get the word out there that I I, I can help with you know ailments or emotional issues or you know 
it's just a fantastic healing mod uh, modality to yeah and it's wonderful to be able to share that and mm. just to boost your confidence as well as you mm. said having you know shared your healing with a few people and realizing okay this is helping and i can do exactly. more of this and mm. I can offer this to people and help them with what they're going through. Mm. And it is, it's wonderful to be in that space and to do what you love, to share yeah. what That's you love. That's what I really want to do. I really want to just share it because I love it. And I know like through being attuned to Rahani, I healed myself first through Rahani. And then obviously then to be able to offer it to people now who have got issues and uh, emotional issues and uh, ailments and physical ailments, then, I just I would just love to help them as well because I know how powerful it really is so yeah so if you could offer one final piece of advice if somebody is kind of tuning into their spirituality or their gifts or even just wanting to find that peace mm. and looking where to start what to do what would you say to them I just say start little bit often if you want to start with little bits of meditation and if you think you know when at nine o'clock at night ten o'clock at night before you go to bed or in first thing in the morning before you start your day I would definitely start off with meditation and then see how it progresses because that's what I did and it really did help me um, and it just and now obviously it's opening up a whole new it's opened up a whole new world to me and I know that it can it does work because I'm just a normal person that just started on their spiritual path two years ago and I know that these all these practices do do work and it's just fascinating but be warned because once you get on it you can't get off it <laughs> once you get on the spiritual path you just can't get off so it's amazing I, I think know. that's why when your angels or your guides see that you're opening up to it they're like yay she's like listening they love it <laughs> yeah. yeah they absolutely love it don't they <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I set up the group because I think people do have that appetite once you start to get into it and you're like okay I want to learn more I want to grow I want to ask questions and a lot of the people who are in the group said they had nobody to talk to and no, nobody to me. communicate with no you don't and it's awkward because you just want to like even like you can have a best friend or your mum and or whoever and you you just can't really talk to them about it because if they don't get what you're saying or get what you're like understanding it it's it's just so difficult and that's why I think I just wanted to join the um I call it the FSM but it's fierce <laughs> the spiritual family um um because then you know that you've got like-minded people in that group that know exactly what you're going through if they're having their spiritual journey as well um and you can talk to them and they can talk to you without um thinking like you you've asked a silly question or you know because some things like when you're first starting off in your spiritual journey you just you don't know anything, you know, you don't know how to protect yourself, you don't know grounding, but somebody who's been on that path for years and years, they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, well this is grounding, this is that, this is that, all different kinds of things. Um, so it's just so lovely to be in that, even now I think I still ask questions and post things, and <laughs> because it's never ending, is it? It's, it's just a never ending journey. Yeah, and I've even learned a lot from, you know, the members and think com topics and conversations that have been coming up as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that aspect of it. Um, yeah. 
Well, you know, I think you're such an inspiration and I just am so amazed at how far you've come in such a short period of time and how you've opened up so much to your gifts and you're sharing them and you're following your path, you're doing what you love. And I just think that it's so inspiring. And to think that two years ago, you hadn't done any of this and it's just <laughs> wonderful to see your progress. So yeah. thank you for sharing with us and thank you for being here. And it's an inspiration and you continue to inspire me every day. So thank oh, you. Thank you. And I want to say thank you to you as well, because you took me to that next level as well of my spirituality. And yeah, it just really, really helped. And I love it every day, like looking at your courses, your mini courses and seeing what's new every month. I get so excited when you post a new new like mini course or anything like that it's just yeah so I think you, you're just yeah amazing as well so oh thank you so much <laughs> so we'll finish there and thank you for sharing your story and we will be back next week with another episode of the podcast <laughs>